What's going on, Quick Talk World? How the heck are you? Josh here. Hope you're doing awesome. And if you're not doing awesome, I hope that you have the grit required to keep fighting the good fight, keep chopping wood so that you eventually will be awesome. Because I promise if you keep showing up, even if it's imperfectly, I'm, I'm not talking about beast mode perfection every day, but if you just keep showing up and chopping the wood and doing the right behaviors every day, you can't fail. It's impossible. It's, it's literally impossible. Uh, what I want to talk to you about is being resourceful rather than focusing on your resources. And this is something I've been thinking about for the last two or three days. And I don't know how to properly articulate it. So maybe you can read between the lines or hopefully you can understand what I'm trying, the message I'm trying to give to you because it's really powerful. Like, what is your default mode in your brain? You know, some people, when I talk to them, it's like they can come up with five problems for every one solution that I give them. And there's something in our brain that is, it's like a filter, like a pre-filter. And so some people only see the obstacles. It's like, the, it's like it's impossible for them to see potential solutions. I don't know if it's a defense mechanism because of fear. I don't know if it goes back to their childhood when their mom and dad was mean to them and then something bad happened to them. I don't, I don't know. Probably all of that stuff. But I want you to do like a self-analysis and really ask yourself, am I resourceful or do I just think I need all the resources? And what I mean is, is if your business is stuck or if you didn't get that, that third truck that you wanted to get or you know you didn't land that big account that you wanted what's your default programming in your brain do you look at like the circumstance you're in and somehow justify the shortcoming because well you know the weather's bad this year or you know in my market it's different josh or well i just didn't have the cash if you don't have the cash you can't buy stuff blah 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 uh, i actually bought some furniture last week because we needed some furniture. My kids, I have five kids, they broke our couch. Like, I don't know how this happened, but they literally destroyed our couch. And when I was buying this furniture, this uh, the, the lady that was selling the furniture, super, super nice lady, she's like, oh, what do you do for a living? And I said, well, usually when people ask me that, I just say, oh, I, you know, I, I, I work online. Or I'll say, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I have some businesses. And then typically people don't actually care so they're just like, oh, cool, right? Because it's just like a formality to even ask. <laughs> but this lady had kind of an entrepreneurial, I don't know, mindset, or she was curious, and she's like, oh, what do you, what do you do? How, what what does that mean, right? So I'm like, well, I have this, and I do that, and I do these other things. Sometimes I speak, and I have the software thing, and I do, like, I sell courses, and I have a podcast, and and she just kept asking, like, well, how do you do that? How does that work? And she just kept digging for so for like five five or ten minutes. She was genuinely interested, and I kind of explained to her what I do, which is, it takes a minute for me to explain what I do, and uh, she was talking about courses, right, and she's like, so because I'm in my hometown buying furniture, I mentioned that we do a live event at our house called the Automate Grossell Experience, which we've done for the last two years, and we will do again this year, and that will, I'll be announcing some stuff about that shortly. That's not what this podcast is about, though, and she's like, well, why like so ah, I'm doing such a terrible job explaining this that's okay so I talked about how when I launched automate grow sell I was getting so many emails and messages and even phone calls people are calling my company asking me for like business advice and stuff I said well I'm gonna build a course and like teach people the systems like the ones that I know the ones that I used 
right? It's not for everybody, but if you want to like automate and grow your business and build a sellable company, I know how to do that. So I, when I moved to Costa Rica for a while, I made this whole course and I, and I launched it and I told her, I said, you know, all these people bought it and it was awesome and people love it. You know, I've given one refund, uh, in like four years or however long it's been since I launched the automate Grow sell bootcamp. And it drives me crazy because the one refund we gave was to someone that never even logged into it. And he was just mean. He was just a mean person. And it really drove me nuts. It made my eye twitch because he was the one. Now I can't say I've given no refunds because of that one guy. Anyway, it's been a good thing, right? So we have a community and like hundreds and hundreds of businesses and went through it and stuff. But I told her like it got frustrating to me that only a certain portion of people would implement execute on the the stuff right because it takes work to go through you know 50 something videos and like the homework i give and like it's work like i don't know if this is a shock to you but like building a company is a lot of freaking work and so when people buy courses they literally feel smarter just for purchasing it like think, think about when you go to a bookstore and you buy a hardcover book with a great headline, right? So whether it's a political book or it's a business book, like you feel like a rock star for holding the book. <laughs> like, so they buy the course and they're, they're like, oh, I did it. I have access to the information I need. I won, right? Well, you didn't win, you, but you do have access to the information you need. So anyway, so after a few years of that, it was it was great money wise because we made a ton of money like selling these courses and helping people but there was still this like large percentage of people that weren't totally engaging or they'd be added to the private facebook group and they wouldn't like engage they wouldn't share stuff they wouldn't ask questions and i could check like who's logging in and how what percentage of the course they're completing and i could i can see all that stuff and it wasn't is it, it just was shocking to me how low it was considering that it's not an inexpensive course. And so we did this live event and I'm like, all right, well, if I can get people to actually come to Michigan, I will like literally sit down and like fix their stuff. Like we will sit down and be like, what is the real issue? What, what do we got to do? And we'll fix it. Right. And, and so anyway, the conversation led down a path where she was talking about, she, about money. She's like, well, you know, that's really expensive. You know, some people can't do that. And she was talking about the, buy the course and she was talking about uh, come to the event because the event's not inexpensive either. You know, all your food's paid for. It's a whole inclusive epic thing. And I just like this is where we disagreed with each other a little bit. And the, the conversation got not a lot awkward, but just a little bit like there's a little thing. And this is a mindset shift. She's like, well, yeah, but I mean, people don't have the money, then they can't do it. And I was like, no, like people have the money. She's like, well, no, no. Some people, they just don't have the money to buy the course or they don't have the money to come to an event. And I was like, mm, not real. Like, okay, sort of, like sometimes. And she looked at me sideways like, what are you talking about? Some people just don't have the money. And this is my original point at the beginning of this weird podcast about being resourceful versus looking at your resources. And, you know, if you are hungry for something, you find a way to do the thing. If you're not, or if you default to looking at your current resources as like your excuse for having no results and your excuse for being stuck and broke and your business is a mess, like that is a major problem, but it doesn't have to do with your bank account balance. It has to do with your mindset. There's always a way. I wish my wife was here as I'm recording this. 
This is one of my biggest quotes inside of our house, inside of my family, is there's always a way to get whatever someone wants to get. Always. There's always a way. There's multiple ways. There's always a way. I'm obsessed with looking at how can I rather than looking at why I can't. I know that might sound a little cheesy or it sounds like like fluffy, inspirational stuff. I'm just telling you the truth. For me, I've been like that for a really long time. If I really desire something, I, I will just obsess over finding how can I. And there's always a how can I. Whether it's buying a course or it's getting that next truck for your business or it's closing a big commercial account or it's hitting your revenue goal for this month. A lot of you guys are struggling because you see the circumstance like, oh, my good client just canceled on me. My employee didn't show up to work today. Boo freaking who, right? Like, I, I don't have the cash to do this, I, whatever. And you're focused so hard on your current resources that you're not being resourceful. You're not asking, how can I? And that's a major problem because there's always a way if you want something bad enough. Maybe for some people listening, there's nothing that you want bad enough. And one of the hardest questions I ask people when I work with them is like, what do you want? What are we trying to do here? What are we trying to do? Like, why did you give me money? Why did you buy the course? Why did you, you know, sign up for the Conquer program, which is a super expensive year-long commitment? Like, what are we doing here? What What's our function? What's the purpose? What's the desirable outcome for you? What's the success criteria uh, for you this year, for you to be like, I crushed it. This was the best money I ever spent. What What is that? What's your why? why? What's the fire in your belly? Very few people can even answer it because they've been in survival mode. They never thought about it. I don't know why. But when you know what you want and it's point B, you're currently at point A, who cares if there's a stick or a stone or a river or a, a snake or some obstacle or something holding you back? Like that stuff, it's annoying it's irritating, but it's not anything more than that, right? If you need to do like 53,000 this month to hit your revenue goal, to be on pace, to hit your annual goal, and you only have 26,000 booked, like what are you going to do about it? How can I, how can you solve the problem? And if your default mindset is to like this scarcity, I'm a victim mindset, you're, you're just screwed. And so all of the goals and the visions of grandeur that you had in the winter or the early spring leading up to this year, were they fake? Were they real? Because there is a way to do it. If you're uh, willing to do what's required to get it, there's always a way to find a thousand bucks or to get in a room with the right people or to learn the next piece of information you need to learn. This, this isn't impossible stuff. It's not even close to impossible stuff. But people who are not resourceful, for them, it feels like Mount Everest. It feels like this uh, insurmountable task. And my kids wear t-shirts. One of our uh, family, like Latimer slogans is, it's not Mount Everest. We have t-shirts that say that, like with a graphic, because it's not. It might emotionally feel like it. And I, I act like a baby, just like everybody else. I feel like a victim, just like everybody else. But it's pretty short term. And <laughs> if, I, if I make it last too long, my wife will smack it out of me anyway. But my default is how can I? Because there is a way. And I just want to encourage you listening uh, to be resourceful regardless of your current resources. It doesn't matter. Be resourceful. And just to remember that it's not Mount, not Mount Everest and that you can do it. And there are a lot of people much dumber than you 
that already have what you want. So many people are dumber than you and they already have what you want. What is it in your brain that's holding you back from doing the required action? Why aren't you actually doing the boots in the ground marketing and the unsolicited the unsolicited commercial bids and all this stuff? Like, why aren't you recruiting hard enough? Why are you saying, oh, I can't find employees, but you're putting in like 2% of the effort required to get rockstar employees? Like, why aren't you going deep and obsessing? Like, what's the real reason? Are you scared of it actually working? Are you scared of success? That's a real thing. Are you scared of failing? Like, what is going on in your head? Figure it out. Be resourceful. And if you're struggling to have the fire in your belly to, to actually care to even be resourceful, it probably has to do with you not defining what it is that you want in the first place. I'm not talking about a bass boat and a jet ski, but like what is your legacy? Everybody that listens to this, myself included, we're basically writing a book with our life. What do you want that story to say? What are you trying to do? Do you want to just like blend into the masses? Like, I don't know, like blend into the masses and just have this pointless, boring, nothing burger story. I don't. If you want, like, what do you want? What's your legacy? What do you want people to say about you when they're reading your obituary? Anyway, I hope that's helpful to you. I hope that you have a great week. I hope you have a good weekend. And I hope you can snap out of your slumber if you're letting things get off pace and you've been lying to yourself subconsciously, find a way to be resourceful.